Hello and welcome to another episode of the When Wrestlers Act podcast. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm joined today by my good friend Dean Ellison. Hello! How's it going today, Dean? So far, so good. Yeah, we've just watched um, what I can only describe as um, Series 6, Episode 4 of 30 Rock, starring Mick Foley. Well, according to the credits, it's an appearance by WWE superstar Mankind. Yes, and he, he was he was in character as Mankind. He yeah. was there in his mask and shirt. And Sadly, Mr. Socko, who also appears, doesn't get any credits. He didn't get any credits. Unbuild appearance. Yeah, but I mean, I thought that was a nice surprise. I was, I was yeah. glad to see him there. I mean, uh, I'm quite a big fan of 30 Rock. I think it's, it's a brilliant show. I think it's quite an underrated show. Hard enough to like, uh, if you ignore the last season and a half. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is, I suppose, this episode was series six. I think this is kind of where it was starting to peter out. This is an episode essentially about separation, reconciliation yeah. between between uh, all the all the kind of different friend relationships that you have in 30 Rock. What is it? There's a relationship between Liz Lemon and Jenna. Yep, Liz and her classic bizarre take on anti-femininity. Yeah, that's what she's all about. Yeah, it's got a whole new definition of things. And um, Jack Donaghy, the the CEO of um, NBC, and and his his page Kenneth, and then there's Tracy Jordan, yeah. who. Um, you know, he, him and his, I don't know what you call, what do you call him? Like his, his entourage. So entourage is what he uses. Yeah. 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 So he's, he's got his, he's got his crew with him. So there's, there's basically this three storylines going on in it's this episode. Classic 30 Rock. Yeah. Jack Donaghy, one of his uh, excessive exercises in brutal capitalism. Yeah. In the style of Mr. Burns to the point of pastiche. Yeah. When, when I first started watching the episode, I was a bit confused. I thought I'd started watching the wrong thing because I would it, say you were more impatient than <laughs> confused because there was a, there was a trailer for a um, what looked like a really 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 terrible um, romantic comedy film called Martin Luther King Day. I I kind of fell for it. I think I was just it's like, one of the best parts of Thirty Rock is the many 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 show within shows that they have. Who could have forget Mill Island? Mill Island was. <laughs> That's. I'm surprised that is a concept that hasn't kind of, yeah. you know, sprung sprung off. What was it? An, an, an island. Th- an, thirty horny milfs. That's it. Th- for the thirty horny milfs on an island full of eight eight year old boys or something. Yeah. So, and this one has a brief in the reference to a, a show within a show where homeless people can confess to murders <laughs> for money. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's right, uh, and just such great throwaway jokes all the way through. Yeah. So so yeah. So um, Jenna. She is well. I mean, if you've not watched Thirty Rock before, she's she's what essentially the the diva. She's kind of what would you describe it as like an egomaniac, a sociopath. I think. Yeah, virgin. Well, yeah, sociopathy, egomaniac, just absolutely beyond insane at points. Yeah. So she she's making demands on on Liz. She's like the producer of TGS, which is the I suppose a TV show that that they're on. What was the show she used to be on Saturday Night Live? I guess it's one of these. Rare examples where someone said, I know what would be funny, a show about my life. <laughs> but this time it's worked. Yeah, so so Jenna makes this demands that the, the plug her show and um, it ends up that she's she's gone got above her, pulled rank and um, you know, got the got the main boss to agree with it. Got Jack oh, to agree I forgot with to it. point out it is in the trailer for Labour Day that I started to suspect it might not be a genuine trailer, as it did feature Mick Foley. 
And yeah. also R2-D2. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't paying full attention, I don't think, because I didn't think it was uh, what we were meant to be reviewing. Oh, okay, this is a subtlety. <laughs> so, yeah, so so I suppose that would be Mick Foley's first appearance. And so, yeah, Liz Liz storms into Jack's office to complain about, about Jenna's pulling rank. And um, Jack announces that he's getting rid of the page programme to save money. Da, da, da. Now, this is important because one of, one of the key characters in 30 Rock is one of the pages. Kenneth Parcell. This is true. And throughout the thing, his character gets kind of weirder and weirder and weirder. You get more disturbing insights into his past. Yeah. Such as being born with a tail and a mouth on his back. Yeah, so it gets very deliverance. Near the end of the series, doesn't he end up being some kind of angel? Isn't that the gimmick on that? Or... I think that's what they implied. You make out that he's immortal and he ends up running the network. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I don't know if I actually watched. And he never ages. I don't know if I got to the end of uh, Thirty Rock. I think that might be the issue. I think I gave up at the wedding. Well, by this after this episode, I don't think there's any more appearance by wrestlers. So, what's the point of watching <laughs> anything if you know there's not going to be a wrestler? I don't think there's even any wrestling references, as we spoke about before. Uh, what was the guy Frank? Frank, yeah, he... with his Foley artist T-shirt. Can yeah. only mean one thing. And and he does wear a Cactus Jack T-shirt as well at one point. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, there are references to to the wrestling. We've, we've got we've got this setup. Then we've got the setup of Liz and Jenna falling out. We've got the setup of Jack in his Jack. arch capitalist form says, "Use your friendship, exploit it." Yeah, but would she? Well, that's no, what but... we need to find out. And the page program, you know, Kenneth is the one who takes a lot of the um, heat on behalf of Jack. So he's the whipping boy. Um, and then the next scene we get we get Tracy Jordan. Who is the um, again another egomaniac kind of uh, comic? Who yeah, he's there with his entourage, and um, he, he's he's realised it's his birthday, and nobody's bought him any presents. It's all because of a grammatical error on a card, and I do like a good joke about grammar. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's the joke then, Dean? Was it charity donations? No presents. Yeah. Charity donations? No presents. <laughs> So yeah, um, simple. Yeah, good, good, good joke for the um, yeah. grammatical files, whatever they're called. Oh, that's another good show within a show. They have a name that homonym. <laughs> oh yeah, homonym. Yeah, night or night. Uh, the, <laughs> the one that rides a horse. No, it's the other one. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was apparently quite popular as well. Uh, a ratings top recording to the show. So yeah, this he, he realizes Tracy realizes that he's, he's got everything he could ever need. So and this is all spelt out to us in classic Tracy Jordan external internal dialogue. Oh, yeah, the only way a simpleton can deal with such complex emotions and feelings so, also helps us understand as well. So that's good. We we hear what he's thinking. So fantastic. Um, next we we go to to Jenna. She's um, well, I suppose showing her insanity. She's um, sat with sunglasses on. And Lizzie's like, why are you wearing sunglasses indoors? She takes the glasses off and she's got leeches on her face. Um, <laughs> Classic beauty trick. And she's saying, what was it she says? Like her cabalist was murdered by her fecalist. So <laughs> she's having to use leeches. So, yeah, we get we get a, an insight into that. Because Demi Moore does it. <laughs> and then we get, you know, it cuts back to Tracy Jordan. You know, we're getting more of the internal monologue of, you know, what am I doing? Um, what does it all mean? And then it ends up that he's listening to his depressed thoughts CD. <laughs> Take that, the third wall. Yeah, very postmodern. Ha ha ha. 
it's, it's that I think I thought that was a bit of a Simpsonsy joke, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? Um, I oh, Wayne's World. This is this is where um, Liz and Jenna, that you know, the the scene that they're going to fall out, and Liz goes, "Look, you know, I, I'd like us to to go to lunch like we used to," and uh, yeah, they agree. They 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 go and have lunch together, and it's it's all very pleasant. Paparazzi hanging out outside. The paparazzi turn yeah. up. Yeah. So um, Jenna Jenna goes. Oh, do you want do you want a moment of fame? So she gives Liz her fur coat, sunglasses. Yeah, fur coat, big sunglasses, and goes outside. And it's not the paparazzi at all. It's someone from Peter, Peter. and he throws blood coloured paint all over her. Ha, ha, ha. So take that, you leech abuser. Yeah. So um, I would have thought myself the leeches like being uh, extremely well fed. Well, yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Nice, delicious human they blood. Are, they are a parasite that lives on blood. So yeah. um, it ends up that Jenna Jenna knew this was going on all along. Oh, she's crazy. Yeah. So she she set she set Liz Lemon up for a swerve for a for a trap for a Peter trap. <sighs> Liz confronts her. They break up their friendship. They decide to go their separate ways. We're left wondering who's going to last the longest before all is back to as it was at the start of the show. So they have their own separate journeys. And then next we get the pages, which there seems to be about 30, 40 of these uh, pages. They get fired in one in one fell swoop. They kind of get a bit bit humiliated. They're like, right, we need we, we need you to hand in your uniforms as well before you leave the building. Because we own them. Brutal capitalism at the floor <laughs> once again. A classic Mr. Burns move. And this is this is where Liz, Liz and Jenna have their big falling out scene. Liz is still there, covered in paint, and she goes, "I'm forty-one. I'm I'm forty-one. I'm covered in paint, and I'm coming to find a new best friend." She she's out on a on a quest to find a new best friend. Yeah. So it's all it's all nicely set up. It's all yeah. nicely set up for Jenna's moment and the bit we're all interested in: a wrestler acting. And you know we've, we're you know a good five. Ten minutes in at this point. By my count, we're fourteen minutes and five seconds in. Yeah. To a twenty-two minute episode, <laughs> well, where we get more than three frames of WWE superstar mankind. Mankind. Yeah. We we get Hank, who's the owner of the parent company that owns NBC, and he's he's in Jack's office, and he's upset because it's their one year business anniversary, and Jack hasn't got him a present. It ends up that a mistake has been made. Jack's made a mistake, and he's, he had ordered the present, and it was meant to go to the 60th floor, but instead it went to the 6th floor. Which, oh, no. Which happens to be where all the writers are. <laughs> so um, they they run, they go to the 6th floor, and the writers are enjoying all the scotch and all the presents that have been bought to celebrate this one-year anniversary. And um, they find it hilarious that Jack's made a mistake. They see him as human. <laughs> and they let him know it. Yeah. The mask has slipped, he's human. And uh, what, what was it Frank said? It was, um, he'd, he's no better than us. <laughs> he's just got a suit on. <laughs> Classic line. Say that, the establishment. Yeah. And then and then we cut. Here we go. 14 minutes in. We go to Jenna's little room. Uh, I don't know what you'd call it, a dressing room maybe. Yeah. And she's got some one of the lesser Kardashian sisters, some kid. S- Frankie bit my finger? Yeah, no idea what that is. And I imagine that Frankie's moments of fame has been and gone. Don't know what that was. I had a guess. 
I'd say he was on YouTube biting someone's finger. Is that is that what it is? Yes. Right, okay. Well, we should maybe have done our research, but... No, nope. yeah. no, no, who needs? Yeah. We'll just make broad assumptions. <laughs> and this is where we get... Who is arguably, probably, one of my favourite wrestlers of all time. He's certainly up there, along with probably Shawn Michaels, Mankind, Mick Foley... No, um, no, it's just Mankind. It is just Mankind. WWE Superstar, In fact, if, if we want to be specific, it's um, Mankind from about 1999, <laughs> including, oddly enough, looking... Like he hadn't aged since then. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if you see Mick Foley now. He's, you know, he's 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 looking a bit beat up. He's he's looking like a man who's been in a couple of explosions and thrown through a yeah. few cages. Whereas in this, it might have been the you know the leather mask and the you know the makeup. But I think it's the sheer magic of TV levels of production quality. Yeah, he he certainly looked a bit younger and like he did in nineteen ninety nine Royal Rumble. Looked like, like he'd had his hair dyed and cut <laughs> for a change. Yeah, he pulls out a sock. Puts it on his hand and goes, this is Mr. Sarko. Classic mankind behaviour. That's where the scene ends. It cuts away. Cuts back to Liz. And um, she's waiting for a new best friend. She decides the perfect place to meet a new best friend. Where would Liz Lemon meet a new best friend? In her perfect place. Yeah. Barnes and Noble's toilet. So she knocks on the door. <laughs> and she meets basically a clone of herself. You, who would have thought such bizarre behaviour could actually pay off? There's, there's lots, lots and lots of bizarre behaviours in this that do pay yeah, off. It's that's a bad example to impressionable young 30-year-olds like you and me, John. Yeah, yeah. So, again, we've got this, and then we cut back to Hank and Jack standing in the corridor. Jack's showing him the um, what is essentially the replacement for the page which is a, a, a what, like an NBC monitor. Computer. Yeah, it's it it's voice got voice recognition. Yeah, and it picks up on on words that you say and then gives you a, a basically an audio description of different things. Of the closest matching NBC show. Yeah, it creates hilarity. Let's say, and well, it creates many more shows within shows. Yeah, um, I think that that was it. It was like right, we've got all these shows within shows that we've. Failed to use elsewhere. Let's just throw them in there. Um, I imagine. I imagine all those shows must have come from one brainstorming session. Just a, you know, a bit of a writing exercise. Let's come up with the worst show possible. And this this is where um, I think what's his name Frank is there and um, Hank is there as well. And and they're making fun of Jack for making the mistake. And um, Hank, Hank says something along the lines of, um, you know, no, he didn't. He didn't make a mistake. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he didn't make a mistake. You know, a mistake is um, going into war or <laughs> without good reason. With, without good reason. Um, what <laughs> what Jack did was made a whoopsie, like a, <laughs> like a baby or a woman. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, he's he's fully humiliated there. He's got no pages to blame. So. Oh, foist on his own petard. We then cut back to, to Jenna's office and Mankind's back. Yay! Yay! And he's, he's uh, the you know, all the other people are talking, the kid who had his finger bitten or whatever it is, and the Kardashian person. And he goes, quiet! I'm trying to tweet about those clowns in Congress. <laughs> Brilliant line. So he's had two lines. This is where Jenna finds a comeuppance. She can't mix just with other celebrity stars because, like her, they're all sociopaths. Yeah. And the world needs a yin and a yang. So they start arguing about who, who it's about. Who's me? Who's me? 
I'm the most important one. Yeah. And they all agree. Yeah, and they, they all start shouting, no, it's me, me, me. Yes, I'm the most important, me. Well, meanwhile, Liz Lemon is having a similar discovery. She's out, out on the street with, um, I think she was called Amy. Ah, I don't know. Yeah, and she's essentially um, Liz Lemon and they're both moaning about different types of food and she's saying, oh, I don't, I don't want to eat Ethiopian food, I don't want to eat family food. What's with families? Yeah, what's with families? Ethiopia. I don't want to eat Ethiopian food. If I wanted to see someone eat with their hands and a beard and all this, yeah. So, so they end up eating nowhere. Yeah, and then and then they realise. Well, Liz realises that she's only spent ten minutes with this new best friend, and it's it's felt like hours. And they're sick of each other. Yeah. A yin and a yang is needed. Yeah. So yeah, this is amazing. There's parallel storylines where they're learning parallel lessons. I, I think that's. That's what's coming from this. So now the episode moves on to wrap up all his separate storylines. So the Tracy Jordan story wraps up with Tracy Jordan about to jump off a bridge. I think we must have missed something at some point in the episode because the whole scenario seems to be solved by a woman turning up with a banoffee pie. Um, it, it does come out with a classic line of um, no one who's killed themselves ever seems to regret it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's it. So he. he the, the bring the no, it's not a banoffee pie. It's a banana cream pie. Um, so that's banoffee pie, but without the toffee. Yeah, so it's not as good, basically. No. Um, oh, that's right. He realizes this, and again, his wonderful external internal dialogues. This means there are things I don't have, which means there are other things I don't have. <laughs> and uh, he 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 kind of appreciates the fact that he's you know dot com and he's uh, entourage and made the effort to yeah. do this. So. Yeah, it's a good, a good lesson learned by him. <laughs> good lesson learned by Liz Lemon. It seems we're still waiting for the for the Jack and and Kenneth thing to resolve itself. I wonder if it will. So far, the other two stories have resolved themselves. Yeah, quite nicely. We cut back to the NBC building, and um, Jenna and Liz, their their eyes meet across the corridor, and they run to each other and give each other a hug. There's some. I don't know, some kind of American ballad crap playing in the background. Yeah. So they, they realise they need each other. They say, oh, you know, I just I just need someone to who doesn't listen to me, who I can just unload on. <laughs> and uh, Jenna goes, oh, yeah, thank you. I have cut my hair. I have cut my hair. <laughs> so they make up and it's they're back to where it was. So when the next episode starts, they don't have to think, right, what are these characters like? How um, do we continue this story? Yeah, off? yeah, it, it's... Come back to to come full circle. And the page programme? Well, let's see. The page programme. Um, Jack realises that he needs the page to dump on. Yeah. And to, uh, in fact, li- literally, because Kenneth, Kenneth goes, uh, dump on me, sir. Dump away. <laughs> yeah. Which I think was meant, you know, meant to be taken as not just to, in terms of, you know, putting his problems on him, but literally having a poo on him. I think that was... It was a, a double entendre it was. of sorts. Yeah, I think it had two two meanings. Yeah. Um, and I think that was, that was part of the humour. And it had one more nice little joke to wrap it all off, where Jack's congratulating on acting like a man and blaming the albino. Yeah. Then we get, we get Tracy coming back and um, he's got all these presents for his birthday. But he's got them all, and he's starting to cry again. Yeah. So status quo. Yeah. So he, even now he's made, he's learned his lesson. He's, he's made, forgotten it again. He's forgotten it again, and we can have another episode of Thirty Rock where everything's reset, <laughs> and it'll be the same next time. So there we go. Yay! So what did you make of the episode, Dean? 
Well, I loved it, but then uh, I just loved 30 Rock. It's, what it needed was more wrestlers acting. It did. I, I felt for... Um, I, I actually think that we've let people down today because this podcast is called When Wrestlers Act and all we had was approximately 15 to 20 seconds of Mick Foley acting. And two lines of dialogue. There were great lines of dialogue, don't Oh, well, it's about quality over quantity. Yeah, and I think, I think to be honest, it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a good bit of satire. It's, uh, you know, it's showing the size of him of... Isn't this daft? I've got a Mr. Socko. And then <laughs> him on Twitter ranting about politicians or whatever. So It's good that they did it what must be a couple of years after Mankind had peaked as well. Yeah. Especially uh, as uh, when uh, 30 Rock was on the... About 13 the years after Mankind had peaked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, this episode was... They wanted like, to push him as a cultural icon. Yeah. No, so, that's good for Mankind. I, I think it is. Again, I think that's got a double entendre. Two meanings, <laughs> because you're both talking about the character, but also mankind in general. I thought uh, for it to be a double entendre, it had to be rude. That's just an optimistic double entendre. I don't, I don't know what that would be called, then. Well, it's like a polite innuendo. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Okay, right. Well, anyway, there's two meanings to mankind. Yes. But it's a play on words, let's say. So, yeah, I, I have come to the end of the episode. The As have I. I've come to the end of my notebook. On the who, was it, who was it? Who was singing at the end? Uh, the guy. Was he in Drive By Truckers? No idea. It was some guy with a beard singing a bit of a bluesy number about beard glasses, but he wasn't a, a well, hipster. He wasn't C Six Steve. No, he was like a younger version of him, and not as good with glasses just, and a guitar with six strings. Just a different person with a different mm-hmm. voice and everything. So, um, thanks for listening. Remember to check out the website, whenwrestlersact.com, Twitter, WWA Podcast, Facebook, WWA Podcast. Tell your friends, and um, we're on the iTunes now, so if you could give us five stars and write little reviews and things, that'd be cool, and uh, it'll help boost us up the rankings. Cheerio. Bye.